to my new podcast of Environmental Sustainability in UAE Season 2. The Fibers Method of Waste Management Zero Waste Home. I can't compose because I live in a small apartment. That's one of the most common excuses people use for not composting. Isn't it right? Yeah. How do you manage to continue with zero waste during this pandemic situation? This is the most common doubt we all are having, right? Yes, today I'm going to give you some tips and tricks to manage the waste at home in different ways. Here we go. It is easy for you to be sitting there at home in front of your television consuming whatever you want, tossing everything in the trash and leaving it out to the street for the garbage truck to take it away. But where does the garbage go? We drag the trash can to the curb at night and by the time we get up in the next morning, the surreal liners and the dirty paper towels have disappeared as if by magic. But when we say we threw something away, what do we really mean away? Might take trash out of our sight? But that doesn't mean it should be out of our minds. After all, our discards don't just evaporate because the garbage man whisks them off. Our waste ends up in our landfills, spoiling our precious environment, leaching toxic compounds into our air and soil, wasting the resources used to create the discarded goods and costing us billions of dollars each year in processing. That's why zero waste is so crucial. So what is zero waste? Zero waste is a philosophy based on a set of practices aimed to avoiding as much waste as possible. In the manufacturing world, it inspires cradle-to-cradle design. In the home, it engages the consumer to act responsibly. Many people have the misconception that all it involves is extensive recycling when on the contrary, zero waste does not promote recycling. Rather, it takes into consideration the uncertainties and costs associated with the recycling processes. Recycling is regarded only as an alternative to handling waste materials and although included in the zero waste model, it is deemed a last resort before the landfill. The first areas of waste management is refuse what we do not need. 
Vaping consumption is a major aspect of reducing waste. What we do not consume ultimately will not need to be discarded. But consumption does not occur slowly through the obvious act of shopping. In our society, we start consuming the moment we step out the door and pick up a dry cleaning and hanging on the knob or a plastic bag stuffed with a leaflet promoting landscaping services in front yard. At work, business cards get handed out left and right and we leave the meeting with a handful. At a conference, we take one of the goodie bags. We check the contents and although we already have enough pens at home to last us lifetime, we think, cool, a pen. Hmm, on our way home, we buy a bottle of water. It gets double back with a receipt before we can say anything and then we remove a flyer tucked under our windshield wiper. Zero waste takes into consideration both direct and indirect form of consumption. The first are refuse, addresses the indirect type, the handouts and marketing materials that creep into our lives. We might be able to recycle most of them, but zero waste is not about recycling more. It's about acting on needless waste and stopping it from coming to our homes in the first place. Every bit we accept or take creates a demand to make more. In other words, compulsive accepting condenses and reinforces wasteful practices. When we let our waiters fill our glass with water that we won't be drinking and a straw that we won't use, we are saying, water is not important and please make more disposable straws. When we take a free shampoo bottle from a hotel room, more oil will be rigged to make a replacement. When we passively accept an advertising player, a tree is cut down somewhere to make more flyers and our time is unwisely spent dealing with and recycling something that is trivial. In a consumer-driven society, refusing opportunities abound and here are four areas worth considering. Single-use plastic, disposable plastic bags, bottles, cups, lids, straws, and flatware, the intentional 30-second use of plastic product endorses toxic industrial processes. Hmm. The second one is freebies. Hotel room, toiletries, party favors, food samples, swag, bags from conference, awards, events, festivals, including sustainable events. Yes. And the third one, Cheng Mail. Countless people transfer Cheng Mail from a mailbox tainted to the recycling without a second thought. Yes, the fourth one is unsustainable practices. This includes bringing individually wrapped snacks to kids, sporting events because it is a tradition, accepting 
receipts or business cards that we will never consider by excessive packaging and discarding it without using the manufacturers to change hope you got clear idea about the first rs refuse now let's move to the second rs reduce what we do not need and cannot refuse yes it seems that if you have a little in life you have little to worry about if you have much it seems you have much to lose reducing is an immediate aid to our environmental crisis it addresses the core issues of our waste problem and takes into consideration the imminent environmental consequences of population growth associated consumption and the finite planetary resources that cannot support the world's needs reducing also reaches a simplified lifestyle that allows you to focus on a quality versus quantity and experience versus stuff it encourages questioning the needs and use of past present and future purchases the things you own you own because you need them here are three practices we have implemented to actively reduce in our home the first one is evaluate past consumption that is very important you all must go through on this assess the true use and need for everything in the home and let go to the unnecessary through the process of paring down challenge yourself to consider letting off things you always thought you had to have for example through this process we found out that we did not need a salad spinner question everything in your home and you will make many discoveries paring down forms better shopping habits the time and work invested in evaluating previous purchases lead us to think twice before bringing anything new into the home through the process we learn to restrain resource depleting accumulation and choose quality over quantity the second step is paring down support sharing with others donating or selling previous purchases supports and second hand markets and community it fosters collective generosity through sharing resources already consumed and increases use inventory Paring down makes zero waste manageable. Simplifying makes it easy to plan and organize the logistic of zero waste. Less means less to worry about clean, store, repair, or dispose of later. Curb current future consumption in amount, in size. That is the second point. Restraining shopping activity clearly conserves valuable resources. It saves the resources needed to make 
new things and make used item available to others areas to consider include reducing packaging can i buy can i buy in bulk instead car usage can i buy more home size can i downsize personal effects do i need it technology wise can i do without and paper load do i need to print it can i buy a lesser amount maybe a concentrated form is the amount or size feature to my needs question potential purchases consider their life cycle and choose products you can at best reuse at least recycle the third point is decrease activities that supports or lead to consumption media exposure tv and magazines a leisure shopping can offer a great deal of inspiration however the targeted marketing that funds the former and the clever merchandising that promotes the latter tend to aim at the making us feel unfit uncool and inadequate these willing to make it easy second to temptation in order to satisfy perceived needs controlling our exposure can have a tremendous effect on not only on our conception but also our happiness find satisfaction with what you already have the practice of refusing is a pretty cut and dried matter simply say no reducing in contrast is much more individual affair you need to assess your comfort level given the realities of your family life financial situation and regional factors extra Now let's move to the third R is reuse what we consume and cannot refuse or reuse use it up wear it out make it do or do without many people confuse the term reuse and recycle but they differ greatly in term of conversation Recycling is best defined as a reprocessing a product to give it new form. Reusing on the other hand is utilizing the product in its original manufactured form several times to maximize its usage and increase its useful life therefore saving the resources otherwise lost through the process of recycling. Reuse has earned a bad reputation by association with the hippie lifestyle and hoarding. I used to confuse conversation with the squirreling away resources, associating zero waste with containers, cluttering kitchen countertops, but it does not need to be this way. Reusing can be simple and beautiful. Since refusing and reducing eliminate the unnecessary abiding by the 
hierarchy of the fibrous timeliness reusing for example plastic grocery bags can be repurposed for packing as an alternative bubble wrap or for transporting muddy shoes but since they can also easily be refused a zero waste home won't need to store or find uses for them much the same reducing to the point where true personal needs are met controls the amount of reusables how many reusable bags do i truly need hmm through reducing i evaluated my usage and found that i need only 3 shopping road tots reusing is the tipping point of zero waste it addresses both conception and conversation efforts and offers an ultimate diversion from disposal it can effectively eliminate wasteful consumption and alleviate resource depletion and extend the useful life of the goods purchased now let's see what are the three points the first one is eliminate wasteful consumption reusable can eliminate the end for packaging and wasteful single use product through shopping with reusables bringing the necessary reusable to the store reduce or eliminate the end for consumer packaging swapping disposable for reusables for every disposable item available a reusable or re- refillable alternative exists the practical chapters will focus on the further but for starters refers to the basic reusable checklist on the next page the second point is alleviate resources depletion by participating in collaborative consumption means sharing many of the item we consume it unused for hours or something sometimes days at a time through borrowing loaning trading bartering or rendering peer to peer we can maximize the usage and even make a profit now let's move to the fourth r is recycle where we cannot refuse reduce or reuse hmm. what is recycle recycling is an aspiral alleviating a large collective hangover over consumption often at parties when people find out that i run a zero waste household they like to share with me that they too recycle everything of course by now you know that a zero waste household is not all about recycling and that waste management starts outside the home by curbing consumption which eliminates much recycling and greatly reduces associated concerns the concerns include the fact that a broad system of recycling and not only requires energy to process but also lacks regulation to guide and coordinate the efforts of manufacturers municipalities consumers and recyclers recycling currently depends on 
too many variable to make it a dependable solution to our waste problems. With every purchase, the entire life cycle of a product should be evaluated, including recyclability. Plastics are not only toxic to produce, consume, and recycle, but those that do get recycled, degrade in the process, are made into non-recyclable products and are therefore destined to end up in the landfill. An additional problem to take into consideration is the result of emerging new green economy which has manufacturers creating products made with mystery blends of materials such as biodegradable or compostable plastics. These products create confusion among conscientious consumers and those in the recycling industry and often end up training the recycle stream. If the purpose of recycling is to close our waste loops responsibly, when the process needs to be simplified to support this goal, in a zero waste world, recycling would be standardized across the globe or even better products would be designed for reuse and recycle. Now, rotting. Rotting describes the process of composting, which is simply the recycling of organic materials. Composting is a natural way of recycling, allowing for organic discards to decompose over time and return their nutrients to the soil. At home, composting creates ideal conditions and speeds up the process for kitchen and yard waste to break down, therefore diverting waste from a landfill where its natural decomposition would otherwise be inhibited and contribute to air and soil contamination. And considering that a third of household waste is organic, composting makes a complete sense in terms of waste reduction. I find composting satisfying, composting is observable. You can put veggie scraps in a warm bin. Witness the worms at work, watch them transform organic matter into nutrient-rich material and use their tangible end product. The outcome of what we put in our compost is a certainty, rich soil referred to as a black girl by gardeners. On the other hand, the outcome of our plastic recycling is not. When we send away a, an empty bottle of contact lens solution, does it later become a deck, a bench, a toothbrush or landfill? Definitely landfill in the end. I used to picture compost as a icky, smelly, messy, complicated and scientific. I have found that none of these notions prove true. As with recycling, I am not an expert on this subject, far from it. So many generations adopted it well before I have been heard for of it. But my family easily embraced it 
and in terms of zero waste it has made a real difference rotting is a key component of this lifestyle processing those items that cannot be refused reduce reuse or recycle we have found it very useful in alleviating plastic consumption we choose compostable wooden materials when metal or glass options are not available such as toothbrushes over time we have tried three different types of composting we started with an open aerobic compost we then added a warm composting bin later we adopted the city compost letting go for go of our original open compost but everyone's situation and composting success depends on different factors i hope i covered all the five r's method of waste management including these five r's method of waste management in your day to day life you can definitely achieve a zero waste home zero waste is the mother of environmental known barriers yes zero waste offers evident and essential environmental advantages it reduces pollution decreasing hazardous solid and vaporous wastes and increase the conversations decreasing demand for natural resources but the benefit of zero waste go away beyond ecological aspects in the home it undeniably improves one standard of living the uninformed might see zero waste as a time consuming and expensive as i did yet these suppositions could not be farther from the truth the most quantifiable benefit of the lifestyle is financial next one health the health benefits of the zero waste lifestyle are mainly associated with reducing our exposure to synthetics the only downside and this is actually a benefit is that i'm more sensitive to the chemical smells and plastic taste but overall my family is healthier and i feel confident feeding my kids foods that have not been shouted in health harming plastics next one time probably the most satisfying benefit of the lifestyle is that of time saving and in one era when time is our society's most valuable commodity who doesn't wish for more by refusing the accumulation of freebies renouncing time consuming habits like chain mail handling and reducing home belongings efficiency and time are reclaimed handling storing maintaining cleaning and organizing are simplified home management and zero waste are made easy and reusing save time otherwise spent shopping transporting or discarding disposables anyone can benefit from a life freed from the burden of stuff and wasteful practices 
and instead of focus on experience time also opens opportunities to get involved and participate in collective conception yes the five worlds refuse reduce reuse recycle and road help us to make decisions and plan ahead in order to make the most of our resources while enjoying life and hopefully preserving the earth for future nothing changes until you change everything changes once you change yes change begins with you change begins from home never doubt that a small group of thoughtful committed citizens can change the world indeed it is the only thing that ever has and that's exactly what you have done by adopting waste free living and supporting zero waste alternatives the most environmentally friendly product is the one you didn't buy in confinement we spend more time online than ever before and e-retailers are making a big push for eco-friendly products today on this 50th anniversary of earth day let's not forget that conception is earth's number one enemy buying something just because it's said to be eco-friendly is an oxymoron instead let's make today a buy nothing day yes a buy nothing day the most eco-friendly product is the one that you don't buy cool i hope you all are ready to accept this fireworks method of waste management style in your day-to-day life thank you so much for listening my podcast have a blissful day from eco bliss life